the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. <clears throat> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by the Game Time app. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick on college or NFL and win up to 20 times the amount in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. The sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. With another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no voice, no guy. It's me, really real, villain real, Terrell from Virginia here at your service. Come to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Hey, look, I'll tell you who didn't get to the money. Oh, I can tell you absolutely who didn't get to money. But before we do that, got my co-host with me here to break down the afternoon gains in week, officially week two, but it's really week one for some. Scott Studio, Rachel. Scott, what's going on? And nothing much. Got Looking it. forward Email. to week two. Surprise. Overall, pretty weird week one for both of us because your team had a pretty rough prime time. And then my team had a weirder prime time where they won the game, but their season hopes died. So I don't really know how I feel about it, but a pretty weird week one. Besides that, though, as for the picks, mine were okay. Ended up winning the lock. I had the Packers to beat the Bears, and they ended up doing it. Uh, As for my dog... I was torn between the Giants and the Raiders, and I chose poorly because the Raiders won and the Giants got killed. So overall, a decent first week for me. Uh, Can't complain too much. Looking forward to week two. Very much so. We are both uh, 1-0 in our locks to start the week two afternoon game slate. I had Rams plus five and a half. Never in doubt. It was never in doubt the rams kept it close in the first half absolutely annihilated the seahawks in the second half for my dog Den hit had the patriots money line 
I was one foot away from cashing that bet. I don't care what nobody tells me. I don't care what happened. If Patriots converted that fourth down and he got the other foot down, they were going down for a touchdown. Like, that's 100% how it was. The Eagles were absolutely abysmal outside of the first quarter, couldn't move the football, couldn't score, couldn't do anything, and they just let the Patriots back into the game. So, unfortunately, they didn't get it done. It was one foot in, one foot out. It was on fourth down. Ball went back to the Eagles. Eagles end up running the clock out, running the game, winning the game. We were one foot away from winning that game, like one foot away from a last second win. I'm telling you, it would have been great. And then Sunday night happened. And the Giants played, well, played is the wrong word. The Giants were in the stadium. They They were in the stadium. And then they just let the Cowboys just kind of literally do whatever they want. And it's so funny. It's so funny because the best drive they had, they didn't throw the ball. They didn't throw the ball. It was the best drive they had. They didn't throw the ball. They kept running the ball. And guess what? They couldn't stop it. The Cowboys literally couldn't stop the run. First drive, couldn't stop the run. It was hilarious. And I was enjoying myself because I had Daniel Jones. uh, What was it? I think I had him for 30 rushing yards. Yeah, I think I had him for 30 rushing yards in a parlay. And he had 27 at the end of the first drive. And I'm like, all right. Then next thing you know, they abandoned the run, go to the pass, and then the wheels fell off, and it got extremely ugly from there. And there's a lot of reasons for so. I think that that game, specifically by the offensive line, and I've seen some really bad offensive line play with the Giants, like, really bad offensive line play with the Giants. I do want to ask, though, is this addressed at the entire offensive line or one guy that Kramer might have talked about earlier? No, I, so play? Kramer called out one person. I think the entire line played. Okay, shy. just making sure. Like, I was, I I mean, I 100% agree with his, his sentiments, but the entire offensive line played like trash, like absolutely garbage. And it was probably, as a unit, the worst offensive line play I've ever seen in a game with my eyes. So the fact, and well, I can't even say that because I didn't watch the whole game. I'm not going to lie. I was out of there by the second quarter. I was. I, I didn't care anymore. I was out of there by the second quarter. If they came back, I was perfectly fine with them coming back and then me not being able to watch a Giants game for the rest of the season. Out of curiosity, so, what was the final play that you saw before you got up and you just left? Was it an interception, dang. turnover on downs? Was there a play involved where you just said, I can't do this anymore? I don't remember. Okay. I actually don't remember. So I think I think the pick six is when I started to tune out. Okay. When when it hit so, Barkley and then it got knocked so, out and it was a pick six. Yeah, so I think the pick six is when I started to tune out. And that's when I started being on my phone. I started talking, you know, sad and all that stuff. And then I just started scrolling Twitter and, and doing whatever. But that was still in the first. I made it to the second. I don't know at what point it made me say, all right, I'm tired of this game watching me. I'm going to do something else. But there was at some point in there where the game was watching me and I realized the game was watching me. And I was like, why do I even have this still on? And so turned it off. Didn't go back. I, I honestly think that's probably the quickest I've ever tuned out of a game in the first quarter. I don't it's think I've ever worse in the first quarter, to be fair. I don't think I've ever tuned out of a game in the first quarter. I'm trying to think. It's been some bad games that I've watched. 
I don't think I've ever tuned out in the first quarter like that. But it's you wait for an entire offseason. You have all your fans excited coming off a of playoff berth, even though you got embarrassed in the second round. Coming off a of playoff berth, you had you won coach of the year. You go into the preseason and you have a great first drive of Daniel Jones in the preseason. And then you get back and everybody looks like shit. Like absolute shit. Like it that was a Knicks performance. I don't think I've ever used the Giants and the Knicks in the same sentence, but that, that wasn't was a, a Thibodeau Knicks performance. performance. That was that was like no, that was freaking Phil Jackson and his conniving, sneezing, disgusting ways, and James Dolan on the freaking sideline, laughing, having a ball, kicking Charles Oakley out the arena. That was that kind of Knicks performance. It was disgusting. It was absolutely tumultuous. I don't know how. Anybody can be a fan of this team who goes out there and has a performance like that against a division rival at home. No, nah, I don't really care about the home piece. I think the home matters. Home. No, we always suck at home. That's that doesn't. I that mean, it's a season over. We've literally, we've literally always sucked at home. I'm. You can argue that it heightens the embarrassment. That's why you home. know. That's why I've never been to the. I've never been to the Giant Stadium, and that's the reason because we suck at home. And I'm like, why would I go? I'd rather go to on the road and watch us win on the road because we can win on the road. No, Giants have always sucked at home. Uh, I just, you know what? I think I'm done. I was gonna say and we can talk about out. the Giants again later when we go. Yeah, we will. Against the we Cardinals. will. And 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 you know, it was just something to, to get the people's blood flowing. I, just I remember, by the, the way, if it makes you feel better, just remember your team might have gotten killed in Week One. My team's entire playoff hopes lasted four plays, and Zach Wilson's the starting quarterback again. If that makes you feel any better. It could be worse. It could you be know, worse for you. I don't. I, yeah, I it mean, could be well, worse. Eh, Bro, I'm, not gonna my, the, I'm not going to count my chickens. So, so the thing about the Jets is that they this the is literally the it eclipsed Peyton Manning's Peyton Manning. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think of anybody else. I don't. Not even Brady was this this hype. I think Aaron Rodgers because Rodgers not only requested a trade. But he went on national TV and said he's going to the Jets. And then didn't get traded for a month. Yeah, pretty much. And so now you have this wet dream of Aaron Rodgers in a Jets jersey for a month. And then it finally happens. Oh, my gosh. It's great. You saw Sauce. Like, he was freaking the president giving out the Medal of Honor, putting the eight chain around Mm A-Rod. You got hard knocks. You got all the press, and he didn't complete a pass. I, I, it's really tough to be a New York fan. Like it's it really, is. really tough. It's in a terrible environment. I don't know why anybody wishes them this upon our themselves, but hey, this is the life we live. It didn't pick. We didn't pick it. It picked us, and so now we're here. Before we get to the actual games that are being played this weekend, I got to talk to you about. DraftKings Sportsbook, because this is the place where if you have the stomach to bet Giants football, then you can absolutely do that on DraftKings Sportsbook. A $5 bet, win or lose, doesn't matter, $5, and you can get a $200 instant bonus bet instantly. 
instantly. You get your bonus bets in 200, form of $200 in bonus bets instantly on DraftKings Sportsbook. Head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Get down on some NFL action. Hey, Florida plus seven. Florida on the money line. They are going to whoop Tennessee in the swamp. I'm letting you know right now. That's the play. Matter of fact, get a little uh, pleaser. Do a little pleaser and and take Florida the opposite direction. Make it like minus three or something like that. They're going to beat the crap out of Tennessee. Download the app now. Use code SGP to sign up for a new DraftKings account. New customers can bet $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook. That's code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by the Game Time app, where you can go buy last-minute tickets. If I was in the Arizona area, I probably would end up buying last-minute tickets to see the Giants because the Giants are on the road, and that's the only place it seems like they can ever win a game. And so make sure you go. Last-minute tickets, doesn't matter where you're at, where you're going. My brother just got tickets off the Game Time app to Monday Night Raw. Absolutely make sure you do that. No idea why Nia Jax is back in WWE. I give it about over under three and a half weeks until she hurts somebody and ends their career. So make sure you lock into the Game Time app so you can have a chance to see whether it's Monday Night Raw, whether it's a comedy show, whether it's a football game, whether it's a basketball game. WMK doesn't matter. You can get it on the Game Time app. This is what you do. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Scott. We have a slate for us in the afternoon, starting at 4.05. We're just going to go ahead and start with those New York football giants who opened up as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. This line got up to five-and-a-half in some shots. It's now back down to four. 39-and-a-half is total there. That's actually up from 38-and-a-half where the line opened at. Oh, we, we need an injury report here. Injury report for the New York Giants. Let's see here. I did not have an injury report ready at all, but I got one right here. So everybody's pride is questionable. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, And honestly, truly, I don't even know. Wait, this is not. This is week three. Why would it? No, this is 2022. Head injury report. That's a bold. No, it's week two of 2022. Like, why would you? Why would you initially put me in 2022? That doesn't make sense at all. I I swear the NFL is dumb sometimes. All right, here we are, four or five on the East Coast. The uh, let's start with the did not participate and Darren Waller did not participate in practice. He has a hamstring injury. It's supposedly a. Uh, different injury than the one he had last year, and he said it doesn't feel as bad. He said he expects to play. He he doesn't feel like it's anything that stops him from playing. It's just a little uncomfortable. And Andrew Thomas, who is also dealing with, I believe, a hamstring, and he did not participate in practice. So that's brutal, starting left, starting left tackle there. The long list of limited participation in practices goes Wondell Robinson, Matt Peart, 
uh, Jabarius Owens, Aziz Lujuari, Graham Gano, Cordell Fly, Cameron Brown, and Deontay Banks. For the Cardinals, you have did not participate Josh Woods and LJ Collier. Limited participate in practice was James Conner, Licky Fote, and Kelvin Be- Beechin. I almost said Benjamin. Oh my God. It looked like Benjamin when I looked at it at first. I was about to be like, what? Yeah. He was on pace to become an offensive lineman at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say that? That's a good one. There you go. That was Thank a good you. one. Yeah, that was a good one. It was. It, it made me laugh. You, you forced to laugh. Sometimes I don't laugh and it just be funny in my head, but you forced to laugh. That was a good one. All right. I mean, come on, guys. Let's not be insane now. It's Giants. I'm, I'm taking the Giants. It's, it's Giants minus four. Like, we're not going to be insane about this. I, I 100% get it. We're not going to be insane about this. The Giants are not getting beat by the Cardinals in this spot. One, the Cardinals might be the only team that's worse than the Giants at home. To be honest, they never, even never, with Kyor, they never won home games. They they didn't because they're not good at home. <laughs> and, and if you ask Kobe, it's because they play in that filthy, stinking dome over there in Arizona, and that's why. But I think you kind of need a dome in Arizona though, because it's like 110 degrees like during part of the year. Like I, I can understand it. Don't there. tell Kobe that. Do not tell Kobe that. I think it's worse for cold weather teams having a dome than warm weather teams having a dome. Oh, in my I opinion. Would. Oh, I would never go to a cold weather stadium if it wasn't in a dome. I didn't say I'd go. I'm just saying the elements are what makes is Kobe's favorite part. And nerds, I I, am. Yeah, right. Why would I pay money to go freeze? Like I just never understood that. I'm not. I wouldn't do it. I didn't go go to a Packer game when I was at Wisconsin. Yeah, like what? No, you got to catch me. You literally got about, I say a month. You got a solid month to catch me at a game before it's over. I went to one game for the Badgers, and it was pouring rain, 30 degrees, and it was like a 14-9 game. And I said, I'm never doing this again. I got press passes for every other game I went to, so I was indoors. Mm-hmm. That's how I got shout, around it. Shout out to Serial in the chat, holding the chat down by his lonesome. Yes, 100% wrestling fan. You don't, you haven't heard all the – I drop wrestling references like every single episode. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, and that's – Serial's talking about Arizona's defense, not as good as Dallas. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's clearly not. They're, I'll I, give Arizona's defense props, though. They were pretty good in week one, but I also question how much of that was Hal's second-ever start, and there were some nerves involved. He also uh-huh. gave up a fumble touchdown and had a couple of self-inflicted wounds there. The Giants, I know week one, they were terrible at keeping control of the ball. But under Dable, they have done a pretty good job of constantly winning the turnover battle. Mm -hmm. And when you're looking at Dobbs and how the Cardinals had the most vanilla game plan imaginable offensively against Washington, and they did nothing in the second half offensively, I really just see the Giants being able to settle down. They got embarrassed on national TV. It's a good bounce-back spot against the worst team in the league. The Cardinals right now are the worst team in the league without Kyler being there. I'm taking the Giants, and they win this game comfortably. Yeah, Wink Martindale is going to dial up a defense that's going to absolutely throw Josh Dobbs for a loop. I would blame actually... the defense in week one, by the way, because every single touchdown was set up by bad special teams or a turnover. Yeah. And, I mean, the defense – I mean, at first, the defense played pretty all right, like – I was, I was, so I was texting my friend 
And she's not really a football fan. She's more of a basketball fan. But I was texting her, and I was expressing my discontent with the Giants. And I was saying, yeah, no, the Giants gave up 16 points, and the offense only scored three of them. And she immediately, like, texted back, how the hell does that even happen? And the only thing is I could say is I have no idea. I have no idea how the offense only has three points, but they have 16 points in the game. It's just freaking ridiculous. The Giants defense is going to throw Dobbs for a loop. Dobbs is absolutely just going to be confused. They're going to throw the uh, – it's going to be a master class by Wink, and I can see it already where he has like freaking eight people on the line, and Dobbs has no idea who's rushing, who's dropping back the pass, and he goes out there and gets sacked by the quarterback. That's really what I would play in this game. I'm Give me all Giants defensive props I can take. I'll take sack props. I'll take interception props. I'll take whatever. I think that that defense, that's really what it is. The defense is going to come out there and have a really good showing, especially those young corners we got in Trey Hawkins and Deontay Banks who are going to have an opportunity to really showcase themselves because they didn't get that opportunity because the Giants' offense was absolutely anemic. It, it, it's it, there's no point in talking about this anymore. It's Giants minus four. Like if you if you're trying to talk yourself into the Cardinals, you're crazy here. You're, Cardinals are you're the crazy. worst team in the league. So yeah, I'm not going to back the worst team in the league. I think you're insane if you're trying to talk yourself in the Cardinals in this spot. All right, totals at 39 and a half. I'm going to lean under. I'm not sure Arizona is going to score defensively though. Arizona's not that bad. Uh, at least they looked decent in Week One. The Giants, even though I do think they're going to win the game. They're not going to let Daniel Jones air it out. They play time control offense, win the turnover battle. It's going to be a pretty ugly game. I see a 24-10 type final. Something really ugly. The Giants win comfortably, but neither team's able to really generate many big plays. I like the under. This number feels a bit high. I wish I could get an alternate on Dobbs interceptions. I'm on under two. I'm sorry. I skipped yeah, I'm on under two. Uh, can I get an alternate on Dobbs interceptions? No, I can't. That's uh, you might be able to find one on some book. Yeah, we got to look somewhere else. Uh, look around, but if you can get two interceptions on like this Giants, and I think that's the difference between the team this year and the team last year. I think now that Wink is going to be super aggressive with the personnel and trying to get the ball back and create turnovers and start. This is our this this is effectively our first game of the season. I'm treating it as the first game of the season. If you ask me of what I like in week two, I'm gonna tell you, well, I like the Giants in week one. And because this is our week one. We didn't score anything. We didn't even show up to the building. We just kind of let the Cowboys go out there and play by themselves. And then they ended up scoring 40 points on their own and walked out of the stadium. This is week one. So we're we're doing a week one breakdown for the Giants. Last week was preseason week four. All right. Next game on the slate. Well, any other player props? I mean, we kind of danced over player props, but I mean, I'm all I like James. Con- I like uh, James. Con- I like uh, Connor receptions in this one. Really? Hmm. I do. Uh, Connor didn't really do much in week one with receiving yards, but he caught mm-hmm. a couple of passes. And if we think that James Connor is going to be running, is going to be in the checkdown spot, and we're going to potentially see Dobbs running for his life the entire game. I do think that Connor's in line for a decent amount of receptions. Uh, in general, they don't have many weapons in the first place. So I do think, once again, looking at his stat line from week one, I think he had four receptions, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so I am going to go with Connor receptions here. I think that it's a, gr- it's a great checkdown opportunity. 
game flow mm-hmm. could work itself out where they're constantly looking down. He had five catches for eight yards. Five catches? That's good enough for me. I'll go with Connor receptions. Besides the giant right. stuff of like Barkley rushing yards and whatever. I think that the Connor receptions is a pretty sneaky play. Yeah. If you if you just want like a play that you know is gonna come through for you, just bet Saquon to score a touchdown. I think it's like minus one fifteen. Uh let me check. Oh well. I, I don't have touchdown. I don't what I, they was up here earlier. What bro? All right, I don't have touchdowns, uh, touchdown scores from this one, but I'm pretty sure when I saw it earlier, it was like minus one fifteen. I didn't get the bet in. Defensively, mm, yeah, just take everybody on that defensive line. Good sack. You, you'll be up. You'll be up money at some point. They're gonna have multiple sacks in that game. So I'm looking at uh, Lujuari plus one seventy five, Dexter Lawrence plus one fifty, Kevin Thibodeau plus one thirty five. These are actually kind of low for sack props. Leonard Williams plus one eighty. I think Thibodeau's <laughs> too low on sack props. His yeah. season number was like seven or like seven and a half, and I just thought that. Well, was... he's. I think he's going to be way, and I think this is a coming out party. I think this is going to be a coming out party for him. He's going to be way better on the sacks this year. I I just already have a feeling about that. All right, let's move on. Next game of slate. Ooh, San Francisco 49ers traveling to Los Angeles to play Los Angeles Rams. 49ers are laying seven and a half, over under set at 45. Injury report for these two teams. Then we have for the San Francisco 49ers. Dre Greenlaw did not participate in practice. Trent Williams did not participate in practice. That's brutal. Well, Greenlaw, to be clear, was a little bit misleading because he was not in main practice, but he was working out on a side field. So he was there. He just wasn't in the main practice. Um, He's probably going to play. That's my point. Um, Okay. I don't think that's the... Okay. I get it, though. Okay. George Kittle, Ray Ray McLeod, full participants in practice. For the Rams, you have Joe Noteboom. Noteboom. Interesting. Joe Noteboom, limited in practice. And uh, what is that? Aquilo Witherspoon, full participant in practice. So this is, I mean, the first stat I have to throw out. There's no way I'm taking the 49ers. I'm laying. Really? There is no possible way you can ever get me to lay the points before you. Kyle Shanahan, as a road favorite of seven or more points, 0-4 in his career. I'm surprised it's only been four times. He's at some really good teams. He's only at four times? Yes, only four times where he's going to favor seven or more. He is not covered in any of those games. I know everybody talks about, oh, well, Kyle Shanahan, oh, Sean McVay, blah, 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 blah. They've never had a line this big. A lot of those times, it was Shanahan that was actually the dog. And in this spot, I mean, you, you we just said it. We just said it, the biggest name on either side. Trent Williams did not participate in practice, and you didn't say anything about Trent Williams working out on the side. <laughs> I, did, I did not. So. I, I, I know for a fact Greenwald did. I'm pretty sure Williams did not actually do anything for practice. I, I that's that's huge. That is huge. And so while yes, the 49ers are good, I think they are good. I think they're one of the best teams in the league. In a spot where one Kyle Shanahan never coaches his team up to this spot. 
Two, you have a Chargers team that is already chomping at the bits to get back at this 49ers team because they get whooped by them every freaking year. It, 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 it's for two division. It was the same thing. It's literally the exact same handicap as I had last week. It's just too many points in a division game in this division. Like I, I'm not laying that number with Shanahan against anybody on the road. But I'm definitely not laying it against the division. I don't care what he's been doing against them. Seven and a half is way too many points. And that's why it's at seven and a half, because it was at eight and a half, and it came down, because everybody knew it was too many points. I'm all over the Rams here. Rams plus seven and a half. So I still see a seven available. I'm going to take the seven. I'm going to go with the Niners. Uh, I think that they're going to win this game comfortably. The Rams looked really good in the second half against Seattle. But there are some question marks about Seattle, whether it involves Geno being able to duplicate his performance from last year. The defense was never great in general for Seattle last year. I'm looking at the Niners, and from what I saw in week one, once again, it's only one week. It's not, it's not a great to overreact from week one, but I think the Niners are the second best team in the league. And going into the number ones being a healthy Kansas City team. But looking at my Super Bowl prediction, I had the Chiefs beating the Niners. So I do think, once again, the Niners are a class above the Rams or a couple classes above the Rams. Props to the Rams for winning in week one. They won a nice game on the road. It's a home game for the Rams, which means that it's going to be a home game for the Niners because nobody actually goes to these games for LA. It's going to be a sea of red. Bunch of Niners fans in attendance. I'm going to take the Niners. I think they'll dominate up front. The same story every year. The Niners dominate the trenches. Purdy's looked really good so far in his young career. You're looking at the ground game. You're looking with McCaffrey having 150 plus yards. You're looking at Kittle. You're looking at Ayuk had two touchdowns. I just think that people are now overreacting or overrating the Rams, who I still think are going to be a borderline 500 team. The Niners might win 13 or 14 games. I think the Niners are actually that good. I'm taking the Niners minus seven. I like the under in the game, though. I think you're insane. Okay, we'll see. We split our disagreements in week one. But I'm 1-0 betting the Rams. Yes, you are. And you are 0-1. I'm 1-0 betting the Eagles, so we'll see what happens. Oh, no, the Eagles are not playing in this game. They're not. So I am so so glad that you put that out there because the Eagles aren't playing in this game. (laughs) I just put it out there because we we split our main disagreements from week one. So we'll see what happens in week two. But right now in our our head-to-head battle, we're one and one. Let me see here, man. (sighs) Who are these teams that – I got to go back through here. By the way, while you pull that up record-wise, just to throw it out there, Shannon's nine and four straight up against McVay. And Stafford mm-hmm. is two and seven straight up against the Niners. Does it mean anything? I don't know, but I'm gonna throw it out there. Those are the numbers. All right. So he didn't cover against the Raiders last year. How bad that Raiders team was. He did not cover. He actually gave up 34 points. I think he got a toss out last year's meetings because the Rams were so so bad last year that I'm not sure if it even applies. No, I'm talking about uh, Shanahan. And whenever saying, Shanahan, last year's numbers, they killed the Rams twice, but the Rams were garbage. No, but I'm talking about Shanahan versus the Raiders versus the Raiders last year. This, that has nothing to do with the Rams. Oh, I'm just about, okay. yeah, whenever they're, whenever they are getting more than, a t- than seven points, like is mo- the Lions in 2021, <laughs> you have, I remember uh, both those games. Okay. The Cardinals in 2019 and Washington football team where they were 10-point favorites, and the final score was 9-0. to zero. Uh, That was the pouring rain game where Bosa did the slip and slide after the sack at the end. That was a pouring rain game, though. That's a bit tricky, but yes. 
Okay. They don't. He he doesn't cover this number. It, it, okay. Whatever situation, pouring rain, sunshine, Piccadillys, whatever. I'm fading Shanahan. He's not. A couple of those games that were very high scoring. So does that mean you're leaning to the over if you think the Rams are going to cover? I think it is correlated to some degree. Mm, I don't think it's correlated, actually. You think the Rams can actually limit the Niners offensively? They're missing. They're missing Trent Williams. Like that's huge. I don't know if they're missing him. He just didn't practice. Uh, he's no, he's not. He's also older. They've been limiting his practices for a while at this point. You missed two days of practice. You're not playing. Well, I mean, he might he might be limited on Friday. And still, I, I think I, Williams would be interested. Play, but... I'd be interested to see it, but uh, I think I'm I leaning to the game. under. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a feeling total. I mean, I can see uh, a really, really big defensive game, but I can see Matthew Stafford chucking the ball deep and then forcing the 49ers to have to go out there and score. So I think it's more based on the Niners because they, I don't want to compare them to the Giants offensively, but stylistically, they really like to drain a lot of the clock and they really like to run the ball. I think the Niners are going to score. My concern is that they're going to take up seven minutes off the clock for a field goal drive, which we saw in week one. I see that happening too. I'm going to lean to the under. I think this game finishes like 27-14, if I had to guess, but I think this total is a bit high. I'm going to lean to the under. And the Rams defense is actually pretty good in week one. Yeah. Give me under. I would have took the opening line over. I'll take the under here. All right. Before we get to the next game, well, we can talk a little couple of player props. But before we do that, I have to talk to you about underdog fantasy because, oh, man, underdog is the way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five in the pick em contest picking a player, choosing their stats, and choosing higher or lower. And this week, they have a crazy special promotion. All you have to do is make a selection on Tua's passing yards. 277.5, higher or lower. Doesn't matter whether he wins or whether he whether he gets there or whether he doesn't. You just got to make the selection. And Underdog is going to select 10 random winners to give out $10,000 each. Doesn't matter if you get the prop right. I'm telling you, you should probably take that under, but well, uh, no, we don't have that. You know, we do have that game. I'll talk, I'll talk about it later. So watch along, make your picks and make a little cash with underdog mobile app or use the website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use promo code SGPN and underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. Russell Hardy by Hall of Fame bets. This is the place to go where you want to work on your player props, parlays, game lines. They have sports betting analytics platform that has NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer, all of that. They revolutionized the parlay optimizer tool, and now it goes and it can give you an expected probability for the entire parlay. Stop betting in the dark and join the over 30,000 users using Hall of Fame bets. Download the Hall of Fame bets app now. Use hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right. I thought you wanted to do the other ad read with that. I did both of them. Yeah. That goes I last. Under, I did underdog and I did Hall of Fame. I, I might have did them last. Okay. Fair I, I might have did them out of order, but okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Hey, keep me honest. I get it. The order was throwing me off. 
What's Puka Nakua's receptions at? <laughs> oh, everybody loves Nakua though. That, I figured you'd be all over the under because that's like the that's like the classic fade the hot hand in week one. I, I would fade his receiving yards, but I was gonna say that's such a you play to take the under and just. Fade I would fade his. I would fade yards. his receiving yards, but they don't. They don't even have his. I don't see his receptions. I would take the receptions over because I think that he's gonna get a bunch of stuff close to the line of scrimmage. But I'm just gonna take Stafford in reception and call it a day. I'll take Cam Akers under in rushing yards. 20 plus carries for 29 yards in week one. I'll take the under. For How did Stafford interception go last week? It didn't work out, but against the Niners defense, I have more faith in it. Hmm. Niners defense is filthy. I actually can't touch Puka Nakua's receiving yards. It's at 43 and a half. I, I think they, so if all these are that low, what's Matthew Stafford's passing prop? Uh, let me check. 233. What? Okay, I get it. I get it. It's the Niners defense. They're, Matthew Stafford can throw for 200 yards in his sleep. Literally. I wouldn't mind the sleep. over there anyway because I think the Rams won't be able to run the ball. So I think they're going to have to throw it a lot. Yeah, they were really bad in terms of yards. In Which is kind of weird because they, they had three rushing touchdowns, but they averaged like two and change yards per carry. They couldn't run the ball except in the red zone. I don't mind the pass attempts for Stafford because I, I really, really think wanna, running the ball is not going to work. I really want to fade Cam Akers, but he's going to get like 20 attempts. It's just that. Is he? Be I, I think that he Kyron got might 22 attempts. I know. I think Kyron might have potentially stolen a decent amount of the work. Kyron had 15. But he had, a t- he had a touchdown in there. Two touchdowns, I think. Yeah. Cam Akers had a t- Like, they just ran the ball so much. I mean, it's partially because they were up. But, like, yeah. they ran the ball so much that it's like, you look up and Cam Akers had 20, 22 touches. Freaking Kyron Williams had 15. Like, I don't know what to make of that backfield. Just fade them all. Mm. Move on to the next game. I'm 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 trying to decide if I want to bat Aaron Donald to get a sack or not. What's the price? Plus one seventy. It's not bad. I mean, it makes sense it's that there. high because the Niners are going to run the ball first, and I get all that. But it's Aaron Donald. I might get there. Purdy's not evading anybody. If Donald, like, you or see what TJ Donald did? To, three times. Did you see what he did to Gino? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't blame him. That's how I would react if I had Aaron Donald towards me. Hey, bro, I would have said something way worse if I see Aaron Donald running at me. <laughs> I would have said something way worse. Oh, man. All right. I, I, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, Rams plus seven and a half. Okay, let's move on to the next game. We have the Washington Commanders. I almost said Washington football team. They might as well be the football team. I kind of like the football team name, actually. Washington Commanders traveling to Denver to play the Denver Broncos. Broncos are laying three and a half. It stayed true to three and a half. 39 is the total. It actually came down two and a half points. Let's see an injury report for these two teams. And for the Commanders, we have Terry McLaurin was a full participant in practice. We have Jatavius Martin. The corner did not participate in practice. And then Chase Young and Curtis Samuel were both limited in practice. For the Broncos, Frank Clark, limited participant in practice. We have Jared Judy, DJ Jones, Riley Moss, all three of them limited participants in practice. And Greg DeLuch did not participate in practice. 
I feel like this is this. So this is Sam Howell's first road game, like literally his first road game ever in the NFL. And he's going to Denver in altitude after underperforming in week one. I mean, everybody and their mother is on Denver, and I get it. I'm on Denver. But I would love for you to talk me off of Denver because I just can't imagine ever sitting out here and giving out Russ. I'm going to take the commanders. Are you Plus really? Three and a half. I am. Are you serious? Then Did again, you see I Sam Howell last week? I took the Raiders with Garoppolo. He had 200 passing yards. They won the game anyway. Yeah, like okay, I, okay. I'm with uh, – and I took the Raiders too. We we both took the Raiders. But did you see Sam Howell last week? Oh, Howell was not great. I'm aware of that. I can't Do think you know Denver who Sam Howell played last week? We've acknowledged several times on this show Russell Wilson is washed. We've yes, acknowledged he it. he is. He is. They scored yes, 16 points so. in week one. They let McManus walk. They can't kick. Like the kicking game completely blew the game for them. I think Denver's offense from week one wasn't as bad as the point total suggests, but they weren't great. I think the commanders defensively are better than the Raiders are. And I do think, once again, this is a very, very close game, in my opinion, looking at both teams, just comparatively speaking. I'm going to lean to the commanders plus three and a half because does Denver ever win easy? Ever? Not really. Every game goes down to the wire because they can't really score. Their defense is fine, but you kind of want them to do a bit more every time. I'm going to lean to the commanders. I like the fact that McLaurin's healthy. They still have Dotson. They have some weapons out there. The Broncos really don't have many good weapons. I know Sutton caught a touchdown pass in week one. I'm not a fan of Judy at all. I don't think Judy's good. The ground game was okay against the Raiders. It wasn't great. But it's mostly not wanting to lay three and a half with Russell Wilson, who I just think isn't very good at this stage in his career. It's a low total. You're expecting a rock fight. I see a 2017 type game either way. I'll take the commanders plus three and a half. You didn't convince me at all. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't really trying to. I was just speaking yeah. what I thought was going to happen. No, I mean, I was looking for any reason not to bet to back Russ in this, but I'm, you, get, you got a young quarterback in his first road game. You backed Denver at home earlier on in the season. I know it didn't come through last week, and I get that, but. It's still you have you're coming up into elevation and and a little bit of that you know the Raiders go up in elevation every year so there was a little bit of familiarity there but you have a Washington team that when is the last time they've ever even come out here I guess some of these people that might never even been to to Denver before I I think that I think that this is a just a terrible road spot for a young quarterback. That's trying to grasp an offense for the first time. And I, I don't think he's there yet. I really like what last week showed me is that this offense can flash, but he's not there yet. And so now you're telling me that they're about to go face off against Patrick Sertan, Frank Clark, and that defense? Yeah, absolutely not. I 2021. Think, yeah, I, I'm all over. I'm all over the Denver here. Give me Denver minus three and a half. I hate to sit here and say I'm betting Russ, but I'm betting Russ. I, I, I think yeah, you're on Broncos minus three and a half. Let's ride. Yeah, pretty much. I'm staying away from uh, the let's ride bandwagon. I'll go with the uh, I'll go with the commanders. But the answer was 2021. They played in Denver in 2021. 
It's all right. I'm backing them here because I'm going to fade the shit out of them next week. All right. <laughs> Give me the under 39. Under 39. This defense is. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, I, I, was, I said 27. I think that the commanders. So. I think the commanders might not put a touchdown up on the board. I think that That's they, they might finish with. I think they might finish with like two or three field goals. I think that they might not put a touchdown up on the board. There's a Seriously. couple ways to get there because both offenses aren't great. So I'm on the under as well. Yeah, I, I don't. Washington team total under. I, I don't think that their offense is going to score at all. All right. Player props for this one. Uh, just give me everybody's under. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, just, I think it's going to be a hideous game. I'm assuming you're throwing in how interception. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I, I think that he's going to – I think he's going to try. I think Patrick Sertan is going to get it too. I think he's going to be an idiot. He's going to try him. That's fair. I think he's going to try him. I don't think he I don't think he paid attention to film. I think he's going to try him, and that's how he's definitely going to get that interception. It's at minus 152. Russ interception is at plus 105? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm on the Broncos. Absolutely. Plus money is a good deal for us. Plus 105? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, freaking right. You got – come on now. Come on now. I'm thinking about Robinson under for rushing yards. Broncos did a really good job against Josh Jacobs in week one. And the commanders have this weird makeshift committee with mm-hmm. two and a half guys because Gibson's kind of a third down back, but he occasionally gets early down work. And they also mm-hmm. have Rodriguez, the guy from Kentucky, who gets some touches too. I kind of like the under on Robinson rushing yards. I think Denver's going to do a good job of bottling up the ground game. And based on what you think they're going to do, they're going to stack the box and try to intimidate Howell. So I'm going to link to the under for rushing yards on Robinson. Sam Howell under half a touchdown, two to one. That's passing touchdown, right? Yes. Okay. Under under half a passing touchdown, two to one. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> Great two to one bet. For That's this a very game, very good two to one. Because I because I don't think that they're going to put a touchdown on the board against this defense in Denver. I, I and they could really also run. How about a rushing touchdown? Yep. And, we and so I mean they can they can run it in. They can do whatever as long as he doesn't pass it anybody for a touchdown. I'm good under under a half a touchdown for two to one for Sam Howell. That's probably outside of rush interception. That's probably my favorite bet in this game. All right. Moving on, next game to slate. Last game to slate. No, two games. We got two games left. I'm sorry. New York Jets are traveling to Dallas. Your New York Jets. They don't call them the New York football Jets. Minus nine and a half for Dallas. <laughs> it's mine. Yeah, I mean. Sounds about right. Rodgers is good for a touchdown. 38 and a half is the total. Apparently, Rodgers is good for 11 and a half points, too. Ten and a half points. I'm sorry, that math was off. Injury report for these two teams, and we have for the New York Jets, Brees Hall limited in practice. That's precautionary. Dwayne Brown limited in practice. Mickey Becton limited in practice. I mean, I don't think it matters. The entire offensive line sucks. They're gonna. I think they're gonna play, but they're yeah. They're they're gonna suck. (laughs) They're gonna play and they're gonna suck. Uh, Tyron Smith. Okay, Brown's the one who got Rodgers injured. But Tyron Smith is a full participant in practice. You know, on that Rogers energy in injury, I had bet Leonard Floyd for a sack and some, I don't even know what I got, but I got him. Well, there was a, a combo deal. It was him or Rousseau to get a sack on one book. Yeah. 
And so I was cheering because we hit the prop, and then I realized that Aaron Rodgers uh, sat back down on the ground. It wasn't a dirty play or anything. Nobody. No, it was just a freak accident. It's because he's freaking 40 trying to go out there and play. Like, I understand. Brady did was not injury prone when he was playing when he was 40. Rodgers has a a season-ending injury every other season. I, I, I know it's usually when you get a serious injury like that, you automatically get some people blaming the defensive player for a dirty play. Floyd didn't do anything. He just tackled them, and it was like, all right, he just destroyed his Achilles. Brandon Cooks, Tyler Smith, and Donovan Wilson are, all did not participate in practice for the Cowboys. I expect Cooks to not play. I heard he's battling an MPL sprain. He's probably not going to play this week. Yeah, uh, probably if if I was him, I, I wouldn't want to go up against that Jets secondary either. So I'd probably want to try to take the week off. At uh, come on, guys, nine and a half is crazy. Nine, like I like the under. The under is my favorite play here. Nine and a half is insane. Nine and a half is insane. Like I, yeah, the, my the under is one of my favorite plays too. But this is this smells thirteen to ten. This smells 13 and 10. You have two of what potentially could be two top five defenses as of right now. We'll I don't see even think it's if, potentially. I think they just are top five defenses. Well, we'll see if the Cowboys are legit because the Giants suck. So we'll see if the Cowboys are really legit or not. But we know that Jets defense is legit. And ultimately, I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to move the ball against the Jets like they did against the Giants at all. Clearly, the Jets, actually, in the first part of the game, the Cowboys could not move the ball against the Giants, and it was everything else that was helping them be able to put up points. And so I think that now you have a situation where this Jets team, where they stuff the run, they make it incredibly hard for you to run the ball. I'm on Tony Pollard's unders this week because I don't think he's going to be able to run on that Jets front. You have Sauce, and you have Reed, and you have Whitehead, and all those guys in the secondary, and they're ball hawks. They're good. And we know Dak is good for one. Like, we know Dak is good for one. He's 100% good for one. So I I think that's what it's going to be. This Jets defense is going to really, really step up to the occasion because everybody's talking about, well, what's Wilson going to do with Rodgers gone? How is Wilson going to step up? No. The defense is going to step up because they know that they have to keep themselves in games and give the opportunity, the offense opportunities because you don't have Aaron Rodgers at the helm anymore. This is the exact same thing this defense did last year. They stepped up, played really good ball, and tried to keep the, the team in the game until the fact that the offense wouldn't be able to score anything. And that's ultimately what I think here. The Jets offense isn't going to score anything, but they're not going to give up much to the Cowboys either. I think this is a easy, like, easy this might be a 10 10 tie like this is they're not sniffing close to 38 points in this game all over plus nine and a half i'd be impressed to see the cowboys cover nine and a half in this game i actually have a hard time with the spread because you said before you're not sure if the commander score a touchdown against the broncos i'm not sure the jets score a touchdown against the cowboys which is why the jets could not score a touchdown here. and still cover this number they can but i can also see a 20 to 6 game like I can see something like that where the Cowboys do enough. It's going to come down to turnover battle because I do think, once again, Dak is good for an interception. Wilson might be good for a strip sack, fumble, and an interception. We'll see what happens there. I think for the spread, I'm going to lean Dallas. I'm not going to bet the spread. You're There's insane. no chance I bet the spread here. I'm not going to do it. What? I'm not betting the spread. I'm not this doing it. I love the This line was three a week ago before Rodgers got injured. Rodgers is not – I don't care. how. Nobody is worth six and a half points to the spread. Well, no one person, even quarterbacks. 
even quarterbacks are not six and a half. As somebody points. who has watched Zach Wilson play with the Jets, I am going to assume Rodgers is worth about six points because Zach Wilson's that bad. I'm going to go ahead. I mean, you just talked about how bad the Jets offensive line is. Like They can't block anybody. I have a serious problem expecting the Jets to actually hold up against this defensive front that the Cowboys have. I'm going to lean to a 20 to 6 game. They're they're 100% not going to hold up against the Cowboys. No, that's the the Cowboys are not going to hold up against the Jets. But the Cowboys are not going to hold up against the Jets either. I don't know where everybody is thinking that the Cowboys are easily going to walk into 20-plus points in this game, but absolutely not. I didn't say easily. I I said 20 to 6. No, but I'm saying I I don't even think they get that far. This Fine, okay, fine. Screams less than 20 on both sides. 17-6. I'll take the under as my favorite play. And you're barely even covered. Yeah, you just don't. All right, it's fine. You're you're trying to emotionally hedge yourself out by taking the Cowboys. Not even emotionally. I I just think the Cowboys are going to cover. There's no way they cover this. It's an ugly game. This is such such an overreaction. Like, such an overreaction. And Defense travels. I think that this Jets defense is so live in this game. This is maybe a six-point game. They're a great defense, but they have to do everything for this team. Dak's clearly better than Wilson. Like, I know we're talking about, once again, Dak being turnover-prone. He's not as turnover-prone as Zach Wilson is. Is he not? Because He's not. He's not. I'm telling you. Dak Dak led the league interceptions. Dak led the league interceptions. I refuse to believe. Like, you can't say somebody that led the league. Dak. Dak led the league interceptions. Last year was Josh Allen. No, but Dak has led the league in interceptions. That was a couple years ago. I got to actually look that up. Let me pull that up. And so, no. I think Dak's going to turn it over in this game, but I think Zach Wilson is going to turn it over more. So, I'll go with Dallas. All right. We'll see. But once again, favorite play under. We're we are on opposite sides of this entire state, except the Giants. By the way, Dak led the league in interceptions with 15. 15 because he sucks. High. He's not good. He's I'm not asking good. though, like 15 was last year. Josh Allen led the league. I don't. Dak never led the league in interceptions. Dak had 15 interceptions last year. Yeah, didn't Josh Allen have like significantly more than 15? No, I'm almost positive Dak led the league in interceptions last year. I don't have the I numbers pull in, that in up, front of me. I, I I think Allen had like 18. And then Dak didn't up. even play the whole season. <laughs> Get out of my face, Scott. Let me pull this Dak up. Didn't okay, I take it back. Allen had, four, Allen had 14 last year. I take it back. Okay, Dak didn't enough. even play. And Dak did that in in 12 games. Thank you, Serial. In 12 okay. games. Like, that's all he needed. Yeah, all right. Uh, what are we on? Uh, Dak interception. That's my That's problem. plus 114 on DraftKings. No way. I swear. Dak interceptions plus 114 on DraftKings. All right, everybody. I was going to say, after this debate we had, I was still going to take Dak interception. Uh, everybody, hold on. Everybody, hold on. Everybody, hold on. Wait, wait. It's happening. It's happening. It's, it, 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 stay calm. Stay calm. Stay f- calm. And he's betting it. By the way, Zach, for comparison, Zach Wilson interception is minus 215. And Dak interceptions plus 114. Only one of them has led the league in interceptions. I don't think Zach Wilson played enough to lead the league in interceptions, but fair. I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm just stating a point. Yeah, Serial's pointing out what I know, what I have to point out, though. Even though Dak's been turnover prone lately, he does have a pretty solid touchdown-interception ratio in his career. Wilson's just bad. Like, he's just a bad player. I, I think yeah. the Cowboys will win the turnover battle, and I think they'll win an ugly game. But... Dak is bad, but everybody refuses to admit it because he had a really good start to his career. 
Define bad. Nike sucks. I think Dak's easily top half. Yeah, he sucks. I don't have. I'm not sure if he's top ten. I think he's top fifteen. He's like the worst of uh, uh and of everybody in that tier that you have him in. He's probably the worst. Okay, it's fine. Top fifteen. I have Wilson bottom five. There's still a massive gap between the two quarterbacks. Wilson probably. Well, they both probably get a win this week, but. Uh... Let me see. Where is I had one more. All right. Well, you said so pre- can... you said you wanted uh, the under on rushing yards for pre- for uh, Pollard. Yeah, absolutely. I think that this Jets this Jets defense is really really good, man. Like that defensive line is a monster. I, they don't have to bring. They don't have to bring any freaking pressure at all. Seventy one and a half though. That number does feel very high for Pollard. I like the under on that. All right, I have an interception parlay for the people, but it involves one more game, so I'm going to wait to give it out. Do you want to save that out for the dog later uh, in the show? You can no, do a parlay I'm not if you give want. It, no, I'm not going to give it. make it the dog. I'm just going to... Underdog play? Interceptions on a couple of guys? It's actually the same it, It's actually the same price, so I wonder if we can get that in underdog. That might be the underdog... Uh, parlay. That might be the underdog contest. <laughs> Sorry, whatever. He's gonna have higher. All the right. grammar's completely off. He's gonna have higher than half. Right. I'm sorry, my bad. All right, Serial, we kept you from going to another Super Bowl, and we won the Super Bowl that same year. I'm All in right. the last game. I'm salty. All right, let's move on to the last game of the slate. We have the Miami Dolphins going to play the New England Patriots on Sunday night football. Divisional matchup in Sunday night football. Line open up at minus two and a half. It's now at minus three Dolphins. 46 and a half is the total here. Injury report for these two teams and we have for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Devon Chain is a full participant in practice. Xavier Howard was a full participant in practice. Same as Brandon Jones and same for Connor Williams. Limited participants in practice were Jalen Waddle, Julian Hill, Elijah Campbell, and Tyrion Armstead. And for Raheem Moster, did not participate in practice. For the Patriots. I thought he practiced today. I have a did not participate here. That's for Thursday or that's for Wednesday? It doesn't say. So I'm going to look that up, but I thought he practiced today. David Andrews. Keyshawn Boutte, let's see, Michael Wayu, Devontae Parker, and Cole Strange, all limited. And we have Sidney So and Trent Brown did not participate in practice. By the way, Moster did practice on Thursday. He did? Was he limited? I believe so, but he was there. I would assume. I mean... Tua undefeated against the Patriots. He is four and zero. Okay, but i i actually I actually like the Patriots in the spot. Oh, I I I so I like the Patriots, but it's not like. No, I was hoping it'd be a bigger <laughs> one. I was hoping after the Dolphins had four hundred and sixty passing yards, it'd be like minus four and a half or minus five. Because now we're basically saying they win the game. Pretty much, yeah. The, and that's the Dolphins are very overrated after week one. They're very overrated after week one. But three... Because it's the freaking Chargers. It's the Chargers yeah. and everybody... It's the freaking Chargers, man. Actually, that's the reason why this line hasn't moved. Because the freaking Chargers, man. Everybody has the Chargers on this pedestal. And we're the only ones that know. We're the only yeah. ones that freaking know the Chargers are not like that. 
I mean, like I put a game. message or, on Twitter. It was before. Coach. It was when Tua was driving to take the lead. It was the first play of the drive. I said, "This game just has Chargers loss written all over it." I've seen this script for about five years, and they lost the game. But all right, the Dolphins, so even, even we, though they scored a bunch of points, on, they couldn't stop anybody. The Chargers went up and down the field also the entire game. So at some point during that, when they just, I think it was right after the touchdown and the. Dolphins went up. We were texting. And the conversation went like this. Something like this. Um, uh, there's a bunch of me talking about Staley, uh, Staley sucks and a whole bunch of Staley sucks. And then we were waiting on a fourth down conversion. And then we were sitting here and, oh, yeah, the, uh, they missed, just gifted a missed PAT. That's when they yep. missed the point after. And then I said, this is when Staley loses the game. Like, this is 100% when he loses the game. They're down two and they're going to lose. And we actually sat here and chose fourth down incompletion or missed field goal for yeah. how he was going to lose this game. And he got sacked. Un unfortunately, we were both wrong because they had a free rusher to the quarterback that sacked Justin Herbert and sent them back. It was like fourth and 25. How do you give up a free rusher on fourth and 25? Okay, whatever. But, yeah, we knew what was going to happen before it happened, pretty much. And, that, and it's that's because Staley thing, sucks and the Chargers suck. Staley's a defensive-minded coach, and he let Tyreek Hill go for. That's what happens when you hire yards. quarterbacks. That's what happens when you hire quarterbacks as DCs. This is exactly what happens when you hire a quarterback as a DC. Uh, the point is, Belichick's not going to let Tyreek Hill go nuts, and Waddle's banged up. Waddle's going to play probably, but I like New England. I wish it was a bigger number, but I think I'm going to go with New England money line here. I think it's a good spot for New England. I'm reluctantly going to take New I England. really wish it was like five. I really wish it was. It would be so much easier. But I'm going to lean it, to New England. I mean, yeah. I'm going to take New England, too, because we have to. It feels like we have to at this point. But Belichick better earn his money, man. Belichick is not him if he loses to Tua again like this. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, if he doesn't get force Tua to have a bad game – if Tua doesn't go lower on his passing prop, 277 and a half, I told you I was going to bring it back up. If Tua doesn't go lower on that prop, uh, Belichick is not him. I'm For sorry. Record, I don't care way, how Tua's... good of a defensive coach you are or anything like that. You're not going to let Tua embarrass you every single time you play him. So Tua played against the Patriots four times. He's never gone over 270. He's only played in Foxborough, though, one time. So three of those games were in Miami. Are you serious? Yeah. Because he got injured misleading. at various that's points very, in the season. So, that's very, very misleading. Wow. Yeah, he's only played in New that. England once. And he went 16 of 27, one touchdown, one pick, 207 yards. Oh, my God. Am I going to make the Patriots my dog two weeks in a row? Holy crap. All right. I'm just saying, he has only played in New England one time. Holy crap. I might have to make the Patriots my dog two weeks in a row. All right. 46 and a half is the total. I actually... It is a primetime game. Three it is. Go to the under so far. But Miami is Bill O'Brien. Is Bill O'Brien good for Mac Jones? He's better than Patricia. I mean, yeah, oh, oh, I'm better than Patricia. I don't think Bill O'Brien's <laughs> a bad coordinator. He's just no, he's not. The but I, no, but, but you. And it's not that I think he's a bad coordinator. I think he's actually a pretty good coordinator. But it's the fact that it's Mac Jones. But again, while he threw 54 times, 
He still went over 300 yards passing and had three touchdowns. Like, that's pretty impressive. I don't think Mac Jones is complete garbage. I think he's below average, but I think he's serviceable to some degree. So here's the reason why I think New England's going to win, and I'm just going to blindly say that, one, Mac Jones is going to make the throws he needs to throw, he need to make, but also it's the fact of Miami, while, yes, one of the backs was Austin Eckler, and I know he's amazing, they gave up 200-something-plus yards to running backs last week. Yeah. Couldn't stop anything. And there is a – that may have been just the Chargers. Like, maybe the Chargers are just that good running the ball. But there's also an equally possibility – uh, equal possibility that Miami just can't stop the run this year because that's insane. They were running up and down on that Miami team. And I'm telling you right now, if you afford that opportunity to Roger Stevenson and Zeke, they are hundred percent going to take advantage of it. This is, this is clear cut Patriots. I didn't know that two only played in Foxborough once. I'm talking about more Patriots. to the Chargers being that dumb defensively that I think Miami's overrated. So I'm going to go was with that, Was that one game where they threw, like, what was it? I don't know. It wasn't a Hail Mary, but it was like they scored late and won the game late. Was it that no, game? No, that, that, that was Fitzpatrick to Jasicki. Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, now, so the 201 I remember, that was one of the first games. Uh, it might have been the first game of the year where he had like a fumble late and he had a couple of Ooh, really dumb yeah, plays. Yeah, I remember that. I think I was on the Dolphins on that one too. They won barely, but. Yeah, it was ugly. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all over. Yeah, we're on Patriots. I'm this glad is such a trap that. one, by the way. This might be the biggest, like, sharp square divide because most people are going to look at Miami and go, well, they won week one, two had 400 plus passing yards. I'll take him against New England, but I think it is pretty telling this line is so low. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm all over it. All right. I'm going to lean under. I have faith in Belichick having a good game plan defensively. Yeah. Same. If, if I'm on Patriots, I have to be on under. I, I just can't yeah. trust them. Again, I'm not picking shootout. Mac Jones in a shootout. I'm not saying, honestly, I don't think there's a team in the league that I take in a shootout with Miami. I think if anybody beats Miami, it's because they limited on offense. I don't think there's any team in the league that I'd take in a shootout against Miami. I think Mahomes would find a way. Maybe Buffalo, but fair. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. But for the most part, limit to a, that's how you win the game. Yep. All right. You get to go. Like first. I said, I'm all over the running backs. I'm all over the running backs here. Give me Ramadre Stevenson rushing over. I, I'm just going to go ahead and call my shot and say that. The answer is Miami cannot stop the run. And so 51 and a half, way too freaking low. And he's chomping at the bits after getting stopped pretty much every single time he got the ball against the Eagles. Yeah, I'm all over my J. Stevenson running the ball here. I'm going to Hunter Henry. Miami couldn't stop the tight end. Parnum killed them in week one. I'm on Hunter Henry in this one. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, I might have to start Hunter Henry in fantasy, so I like you saying that. All right, let's move on. Lock, dog, for my lock. You can go prop if you want to. Holy crap, do I have to lock up Russ? I might have to lock up Russ. I might have to lock up Russ. Wow, that's like wow. 
Nah, screw it. Y'all are insane. Giants minus four. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, come on. You guys are insane. <laughs> Giants minus four. Like, that is absolutely insane. They're 100% beating the crap out of the Cardinals. I, I, what? No. I'm not even, even going to let you guys even try to make it seem like that's not a lock. All right. Giants minus four. That's my lock. For my dog, what's the uh, – that's a little bit uh, – let's get an alt line for the Patriots. I need a little bit more bang for I need something to get my blood jumping. All right, let's see here. I can get the Patriots at do we flip the line to three? But I don't want to miss out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's the same price I got the Patriots last week. All right. Give me the Patriots minus two and a half at plus one fifty. All right. Uh, for my lock on this show, I'm going to go back to the Jets-Cowboys. Give me the under at 39. Both defenses are great. I think you're going to see a very ugly game. Even if Wilson is tolerable, the coaching staff won't let him lose the game for them. They're going to try to run the ball all the time and drain a bunch of clock. I see a very ugly game. I said 20-6. to six. I think it's a pretty realistic score in this game. I'll go with the under 39 as my lock. For my dog, I am actually going to go to the same game. Give me Dak interception at plus 114. Plus 114? Dak didn't have to do anything in week one. He just stood there and got a free win. I think that the Jets will be able to get after him. They'll force him into making a dumb throw or two. Give me Dak interception. I do agree with you, though, if you want to go for an actual dog on the money line, New England would be my pick. But I am, once again, going to take Dak as my main dog interception at plus 114. And now we got to make a parlay. Yes, no. So it's actually not available in underdog. So I'm just going to give out the interception parlay. Dak, Stafford, Tua, plus one, plus five sixty-two. Okay. I think you said it, you were against Stafford. Yeah. Because he no. didn't have one last week. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no. What? No. It's it's really about volume here. Like I just think that Miami and that's and really, the Rams that's... have to throw it all the time. That's really all it is. And then I think Dak's just an idiot. Like, That's so fair. we got two people that got to throw all the time, and then Dak's an idiot. So, yeah. Interception parlay. It is three pick interception parlay that plays out 562. Let's give our underdog contest of the day. I did not have Dak interception in there. That's why I couldn't do the underdog contest. I was looking for it. Uh, well, we got to throw Tua in there because we got to make sure we get 10K. So, Lower on wow, holy crap! This they have it's a hundred k by the way, it's not ten k. Yeah, no, it's so it's ten k to ten people. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah. 10 to 10. So, okay, so hundred overall, but ten k to ten people. Okay, and they hammered the lower. Oh my gosh, it was at two seventy seven and a half earlier. It's at two seventy one and a half. Scott, we still take it. Yeah, he's never gone over against anyone. Yeah, I'll take the under. All right, so lower to us two seventy one and a half passing yards. What else? You want to go Barkley half a touchdown? Is it in there? Might be. Uh, good thing about underdog, you have the search bar. You don't even have to scroll. Just type in the name. We do a half rushing and a receiving touchdown. Yes, let's throw that in there. That is a lock. All right. Saquon, that is number two. Can we go for number three? What's number three? Huh. I really like Ramondre. I think Ramondre, but we've already kind of got something in that game. Do you like Ramondre more or Hunter? Because Miami was really bad against the tight ends. 
Do you want to do something basic I, like McCaffrey touchdown or something? Hunter Henry's interesting. I can get behind no, because because whenever I go basic and do something like McCaffrey touchdown, yeah, okay. it's literally the one week he never scores. Like I hate doing that. Do you want to go Sam Howell interception? Okay, if they have uh, that, let's see how. No, they don't have Howell interception. Damn it! They're, yeah, they're okay. they're they're, they're scary. They don't have rest interception either. I would have considered that. Uh, yeah, let's just let's just go Henry. Okay, that's a good play. You're you're What's not. the yards up. 33 and a half. That's way too low. Parnum killed them in week one. What did Parnum have in week one? Uh, let me look. I know he had a touchdown. Uh, now Parham... I scroll through here and try to see if there's anything else that we'd be interested in. Uh, week one. It's the late game. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think we need to go, Henry. Yeah, I think so, too. But to pull up the numbers here, Parnum had uh, three catches for 22, but Everett had two catches for 21. Okay. I think Henry's still a good play. Yeah. You, you, control, time of, control time of possession, control clock, short intermediate throws. Don't let him make a mistake with the football. It, Henry's been one of his favorite targets ever since he got there. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's go, Hunter. So there we go. Underdog pick em contest for the week. Saquon Barkley, higher half a rushing or receiving touchdown. That's important. We are entering for the 10K. I'm, I really could use 10K. Two lower 271 and a half total yards. And Hunter Henry, 33 and a half receiving yards, higher. Those three pays you six extra payout. Make sure you use that promo code for new listeners, first-time users of Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. It will double your first deposit up to $100. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. Got a WNBA show up next. So if you want some basketball action, we got you covered. Besides that, nothing more to add. Absolutely. And I mean... I, I have to the one person, and I'm pretty sure it's still serial. <laughs> the one person in the YouTube chat. Make sure you like the video on your way out. For the people that are listening through your ears, wherever you get your podcast, maybe through the car, wherever, leave us a review, five star review. Hey, check us out. We're here every Thursday, 7 p.m., live on YouTube. Love to have conversation. We'll take your questions, we'll take all of that stuff. Even if you want to just come here and talk crap about New York teams, then you can come in here and do that as well. Absolutely. Other than that, I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of hitting podcasts. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.